Which Sidekicks? I'm Kasia. And I'm AJ. It's great to have you all here with us on PB&J Product, Branding, and Jelly. AJ and I are pumped about this week's episode. We have fresh news and fresh views. Yes, we do, Kasia. We've been in the kitchen all day cooking up these three stories for you, and we cannot wait to get into it. So I hope that you're all hungry. First of all, we just wanted to say thank you because you've chosen to queue up our podcast of all the different podcasts out there, and that means so much to us. It means so much that you have decided to join uh, the PB&J Club. Not a club sandwich, but the PB&J Club. <laughs> so let's take a look at our menu for today. First up, Qualtrics, which is a little company you might have heard of, has filed its IPO paperwork again and is aiming to have a $14.4 billion valuation. Should be interesting to see the product behind that $14.4 billion. Second, Divi just became a unicorn. Hey, heck, I want to be a unicorn. Occasion, not that kind of unicorn. Oh, right. We're talking about privately held startups valued at over a billion dollars. Well, we'll see how Divi and their product got this title. That's right. Of course, maybe being a privately held company with a billion dollars is still something to aspire to, Occasion. <laughs> uh, but lastly, we're going to break down exactly why we think Larry H. Miller has been up to acquiring a healthcare provider, even though that's something very different for this group. We're slicing loads of Silicon Slope stories today, so let's bite into it. You know, AJ, I have a good friend whose husband started at Qualtrics as an employee six, and so I've known about this company for what seems like forever. And honestly... Getting a rejection letter from them when I applied to be their corporate events coordinator was a big part of me choosing to earn my MBA. Well, you're probably not the only person who's gotten rejected by Qualtrics and who probably had the inspiration to join an MBA program. <laughs> Good. I'll try not to take it too personally. However, the big news here is not that uh, people get rejected from Qualtrics, but that Qualtrics is finally, finally going public. It's about time. I feel like I've been hearing rumors of going public for eight plus years now. And the last time that I thought it was happening, SAP swooped in and scooped them up instead for $8 billion in cash. Yep. And I'll bet that's on a lot of people's mind. But this time the IPO is for real. In their prospectus, Qualtrics values itself at $14.4 billion. That's quite a two-year gain of $6.4 billion, if you ask me. I sure wouldn't mind having a slice of that, though. Well, AJ, you can soon, when they finally go public. Now, what is the product that Qualtrics gives the world that is worth $14 billion? Great question. In short, information that leads to insights that leads to action. Some people shorten that to surveys, but we say Qualtrics is in the business of telling you how it is so that you can make strategic decisions and take actions in the best interest of your company. At least that's how they brand it. And they do this experience management or XM, which is their chosen ticker symbol in several ways. Through the years, they've expanded from basic surveys into customer experience, product experience, employee experience, brand design experience, and all manner of experience management. And all of that information and all of the insights add up to really big dollar signs. And don't forget, the numbers don't lie. Like my hips. They've truly grown an <laughs> empire here in Utah. And we're proud of them and all the other Utah tech giants paving the way for Silicon Slopes. Ah, which reminds me of another Utah tech company that's got some big news. That leads straight into our second story, guys. With a valuation of $1.6 billion dollars, Divi has joined the ranks of Utah's tech unicorns alongside the aforementioned Qualtrics, 
and others like Pluralsight and Domo. First though, let's set the stage. For any of you out of the know, Divi is a financial tech company that started in 2016 and offers free software to help businesses essentially eliminate their expense reports and reimbursements by providing what they call smart corporate credit cards to provide instant visibility and control of company-wide spending. Offering their core product for free is probably one of the many reasons that Divi's monthly user rate has jumped 500% since the start of the pandemic last March. That must be nice. But I've got to admit that whenever I hear about new unicorns, I'm always a little bit skeptical. Because the tricky part, I mean, yes, it's difficult to become a unicorn, but the tricky part about being one is staying a unicorn. I mean, you can look at companies like Zynga, Evernote, and most recently Quibi, all of which were unicorns, but they went bust. That is so true, AJ, but ultimately we both agree that we feel Divi is the real deal for two reasons. Number one, every company is selling something and needs some sort of platform to do that. Enter Divi, which saves time and money so businesses can do what they do best. That's right. And secondly, in our current economy of work from home life, having to get approvals and reimbursements just seems like such a headache when we're doing everything through Slack and email. When you've got Ben from accounting who has to keep asking you to resubmit since it didn't go through. No, so Ben, enough. I didn't get around to entering that receipt yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside. PayPal Ventures managing partners who were part of this round of funding said this about Divi and its future. Divi is poised to become a key part of the financial nervous system for businesses. PayPal and Divi share a goal of simplifying all that goes into running a business, which creates more time to focus on customers. We're thrilled to support Divi's continued expansion. That's a magical summary, Kasia. But what's our final bite? The Larry H. Miller Group announced Monday the acquisition of Advanced Healthcare Corporation, a transitional care provider specializing in short-term nursing, rehabilitation, home health, and hospice services. Wait a second. Are you telling me that a car company just bought a healthcare company? Yeah. Let me break it down for you in bite-sized pieces. Larry H. Miller Group, while known for its car dealerships here in Utah, owns multiple businesses. Kind of like the diversification we talked about last time. Their brands are brought together with a singular focus. That's right. They say the Larry H. Miller Group of companies began with a single Utah automotive dealership purchased in 1979 and has grown to more than 80 businesses located throughout the Western United States. Our focus, or Larry H. Miller's focus, remains fixed on enriching lives and improving the communities where we do business. Some of the companies that they own include Prestige, which provides financial solutions for car dealerships, Total Care Auto, which insures and protects vehicles. Right, so far they're all car themed, makes sense. But they also own the Salt Lake Bees, the Salt Lake City Stars, the Utah Jazz. Wait, 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 wait. They don't own the Jazz anymore because they actually sold that off to Ryan Smith, the CEO of none other than Qualtrics. Uh, true, true, true. My bad. Maybe that's where they got the dough to buy Advanced Healthcare Corporation. And the list mm. goes on, including movie theaters and advertising and marketing firm, which on a personal note flew me out to Mexico in 2019 with my husband and our good friends for a magical vacation. That's nice. I live one of I, I live by one of those theaters and it's a nice theater, but they've never sent me on a magical vacation. So how do I get in on that action? 
Well, all you have to do is own a really successful Utah business that Larry H. Miller Group wants to sign into an advertising contract. Oh, is, is that all? So simple. So simple, AJ. You got it. So then why did they purchase Advanced Healthcare Corporation? They want to broaden their horizons and diversify. If you look at the industries they're in, it's cars, advertising, movie theaters, and those are all a little bit shaky given our current situation right now. And so here's what they had to say about getting into the healthcare industry. They said, we've actually been slowly diversifying our portfolio and companies over the last few years. We've got to know the advanced healthcare team and are really impressed by their business model and how they operate. And that about sums it up. Nice. And we'd like to sprinkle this on for you. Healthcare is an industry that is doing quite well right now. Pandemic. And based on their portfolio, we'd say adding a healthcare facility that aligns with their values isn't a bad direction to go when most of your other companies are currently hurting because of the pandemic. That's right, AJ. There was some research that just came out that showed car markets and how 2020 was not a good year for car companies. So they have to be looking at the future here. That was our final bite today. Those three stories are a lot to digest. Thank you so much for having a bite with us today. It's going to be a great day. And we'll see you next time with more news on product, branding, and jelly. All right. And we just want to leave you with something sweet. So we've got a dessert fact for you. Always say yes to dessert. Life is too short. That's right. Who doesn't love dessert? The Utah Jazz were initially called the New Orleans Jazz, which some of our listeners may or may may already know. Well, I had no idea, if I'm honest, but that connection makes sense. New Orleans, jazz music. Right? It makes a little bit more sense than Utah Jazz. But did you know, Kasia and fellow listeners, that the reason they ended up keeping the name wasn't necessarily because Utah loved jazz, but because when they moved from New Orleans, there wasn't enough time to get the name changed with the NBA. And so they just kind of were stuck with it. And since the 1970s have stuck with it. Oh, wow. So who knows what it would have been changed to? Yeah, maybe if they'd stuck with the music theme, they could have gone with something like the Utah Motab. (laughs) Very true, AJ. Thank you for that sweet tidbit. My pleasure, as always. If you're enjoying sitting at our table, we'd love to have you subscribe and share PB&J with all your sandwich sidekicks. Remember, your mom might not make you PB&Js anymore, but that's why you have us. So thanks again to everybody out there and have a great one. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.